Hello and welcome to Monorail News Weekly for Saturday, April 26, 2019. This week we have two very distinct segments for you. We have the Disney Park News segment, and then we're going to have a spoiler-filled review of Avengers Endgame. So let's jump right into it. We posted last week that Disneyland Resort Paris has now introduced a paid unlimited fast pass service. You can have access to every ride that has a fast pass, like Ratatouille the Adventure, Peter Pan's Flight, Star Wars Hyperspace Mountain, Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror, Big Thunder Mountain, and more. For just $77 on a regular day, and $115 on a peak day. That's one-time ride. You can ride it once if you want the unlimited attraction similar to Universal's Unlimited Express Pass. You can get that for $154 on a regular day and $192 on a peak day. Now, it's important to note that theme park admission is still required. Now, we already talked about the Star Wars Galaxy's Edge news on our briefing episode this Wednesday. If you can go back and listen to that to get all of your Avenger, I'm sorry, to get all of your Star Wars news um, regarding reservations and the like. Um, four days ago, we learned that Black Taft Craft Burgers and Shakes is soon to be opening at the downtown Disney District. Uh, at Disneyland Resort. Um, We're very excited about this. This is actually my favorite restaurant in all of New York. They have awesome burgers and awesome shakes. We understand that it's open to resort employees now and recently had a test day um, for friends and family of Black Tap employees. And they can come and get a bite to eat there. So we can only assume it'll open probably this weekend, maybe even when you're listening to this, it'll already be open. Um... I'm really jealous um, that people who frequent Disneyland will have access to this restaurant. Um, it's just it's just great. The annual pass holder discount that's typically provided, um, there's typically always an annual pass holder discount of some kind. And this summer, they've extended the 35% off select hotel rooms through August at Walt Disney World Resort. This isn't just cheap hotel rooms. This is high-value hotel rooms, as well, um, places like the Contemporary, the Animal Kingdom Lodge, Grand Floridian, Polynesian. Um, all of your popular resorts are here, um, including your um, value resorts like All Stars. Um, you can get 35% off on those rooms through July 1st to August 28th, 2019. You just have to provide your ID when you check in and just need to booking it with your pass holder account. Disneyland Forever will be returning to the Disneyland Resort um, this summer on June 7th. So if you loved that show, fear no more. It is coming back. You will have the ability to enjoy your favorite fireworks show again this summer. Speaking of fireworks shows, the Sleeping Beauty Castle walkthrough on which the which is located in the building on which the projections are projected on, um, will reopen May 28th. 
this is um, this is very, very exciting news because um, that means that the scrims will surely come down before the opening of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge on May 31st. Also, Farley the Fiddler, a staple of Frontierland, will take his final bow on May 27th. He's been performing in the park um, since um, 1986. Um, over the last 33, 33 years, he's entertained crowds at Splash Mountain, Frontierland, and the Big Thunder Ranch, which is soon to become Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, with his fiddling expertise and his energetic personality. Um, his signature performance of Turkey in the Straw was featured on the souvenir video A Day at Disneyland um, many, many years ago. Um, it's go- he's going to do a five-show finale on the 27th. We wish him the happiest of retirements. And we want Gary Francisco, that's his real name, to know that he'll be greatly missed by us and by Disney fans around the world. Lastly, a new fireworks show has been announced for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party that will incorporate the -the state-of-the-art projection effects, lasers, lighting, and dazzling fireworks that we've come to know and love from happily ever after. The show will follow Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and Goofy as they find themselves at a mysterious haunted house journeying from room to room, encountering dancing skeletons, waltzing ghosts, and all of your favorite troublemaking Disney villains. Remember to keep it tuned to Monorail News Weekly, and we'll be right back after this quick ad break with our review of Avengers Endgame. Thank you for listening, and have a fantastic day. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That way, you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I love Anchor's easy-to-use drag-and-drop interface. You just drop in the conversations you have with your co-host your monologues, or whatever else you want to record, and combine that with sound effects and music, and hit publish. It's really just that easy. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. Once again, that's anchor.fm start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. Welcome to Monorail News Weekly. This week we're discussing everything Avengers Endgame with my friend Hawken Colwell. We saw the movie last night 
and we're recording this the day after, so they've had a little bit of time to sleep on it. This will be a spoiler-filled review, so just be warned. Um, if you're listening to the first half of this, which is news, um, you should probably stop right now and um, go back to listening to whatever you were previously doing before you started listening to this podcast. Hawken, how are you? I'm doing well. What do you think of the movie? Um, well, the first spoiler I have to I have to give out is just you have to go see it. It's awesome, and I think it's a it's a good ending to it's about a good ending to about ten fifteen years of cinema movies. So I think it's really good. Now, because this is um, a spoiler filled review, I don't feel guilty at all about um, being happy that the um, the one to kill Thanos was Iron Man and not Captain Marvel. Like, I felt like they were going to do that, maybe. But but I, I, I don't know. I was just happy that it was Iron Man and he got the I am Iron Man line. Yeah, right. Um, I know one of the things is everyone was saying how Captain Marvel was going to come in and completely change the way that they fought Thanos. And I was like, eh, she's only been in... I mean, I've been watching for a long time, for it feels like a decade, at least a decade, and um, she's been in for two months, two, three months. Her movie came out, we were literally waiting in line, and there were people watching her movie still in theaters. So I feel like if she had gotten the, the final blow, or if, she, or if she was a huge part of the movie, that just wouldn't have been fair to all the other characters, I, th- I feel like. And, I'm, and I'm, I am glad that... Um, uh, Tony and Captain America were like two of the the biggest players in this in this movie, just because they totally deserve it, and um, they were just so cool throughout all their movies. You know, one thing that I I don't think I was prepared for um in the movie was the amount of like tearjerker moments, like particularly I, I don't know if you feel this way, but. The moment that really got me at the very end was I loved the Spider-Man movies, and I love kind of the rapport that um, Iron Man had with Spider-Man. Um, and at the end, when um, as he was dying, when uh, Peter Parker was like, we won, Mr. Stark. Wake up. And he didn't wake up. That... Um, and I also was glad they didn't do like the, the traditional thing where they like cover the eyes. They like... That graze your eyes so your eyes aren't open when you're dead. And I, th- I thought that was, um, I definitely thought about that. I don't know if anyone else thought about that at all. Uh, no, I mean, it was, there was a lot of sad parts, and I was really expecting them to do the traditional, like, hero wakes up, like, whoa, I thought, you know, everyone thought he was going to die, and he, like, gasps back to life. Uh, after a couple of seconds, but he didn't. I think it was just it was bold for uh, for Marvel to do that. I mean, they did bring back almost every character. I mean, and the only characters that they really kind of just finished off been like, well, obviously, um, Black Widow. She's she's dead, dead. But um, you know, Thor. Thor's kind of they kind of s- seems like he's going to be in the Guardians movies, but I don't I don't think so. I think he's I think he's kind of done. Um, Tony obviously just died, and Captain America is old now. He's old. I was 
I know that he was um, not planning on doing any more superhero movies after this. Because, I mean, he's been this character for just so long. And then it probably, it it's probably, it's, it's definitely his most well-known character. And uh, if he just, if it keeps on and he does this for 20, 30 years, this one character is going to define him. And I don't think that's what he wanted. So I'm glad he's done and I'm glad he ended it um, in that way. I thought he was going to go down in a blaze of glory with um, Thanos, but I'm glad that he survived and got to hang out with uh, Peggy. I totally forgot her name because she's just not important since the first movie, like 2008, 7. God. And we're passing the microphone around because we only have one microphone. Um, We went kind of cheap on the setup here. Um, I guess I should have gotten two microphones, but whatever. Um, I thought like, I feel like that was the like the happy moment at the end when I told him old, and I kind of gasped. I was like, "He's old," and um, and then when they went back, and it was in like the fifties or the forties, whatever particular decade that was supposed to be set in, and it was he and Peggy dancing. I almost thought it was going to be some other girl, like. I don't know. I'm like, man, did he like really get over Peggy? And like, what about his niece now? So depending on like the time travel rules, his niece he's now like related to. Like, hey, Uncle Captain America. Like, or is it a different timeline and, and that didn't happen? I, I don't really know. I, I know, Hawking, you were talking about it. Um, you said that that wasn't the case. But um, I don't know. Like we didn't really get a, a, a firm answer on that. Yeah, I don't think. I just think it's it's not in Marvel's wheelhouse. I don't think we're ever going to get a firm answer on that. I think it's just they wanted to finish the character, and I think I think they just wanted to finish him in a nice way. And um, there's a, there's a lot of, of twists in that movie, but as soon as the concept of time travel came up, and it was like, oh, for sure, we're going to do time travel to to save everyone. I, I leaned over to. It's Katie Rose, and I was like, hey, to my girlfriend, and she, I was like, I bet you that Captain, they're going to win, and Captain America's going to have to go back in time, and he's going to stay in time, and it's going to be his choice, and he's going to go back to live the life that he wanted to live all those years, 70 years ago. And uh, it totally happened exactly like that, and so I, I feel kind of proud that I got that. He's grinning maniacally right now. Now, um, y- you pointed out last night something about Thanos, you felt like the character development in the um, in in this movie wasn't quite as good as the character development in the the last movie, um, Infinity War. You want to speak on that? Sure. So in Infinity War, um, you get a lot of screen time with Thanos and just Thanos chilling out and doing his thing and getting the Infinity Stones and, and killing people, that sort of thing. And you really kind of a lot of people kind of connect, and there's. M- this is obviously Marvel's greatest villain, but he's great not just because he's the strongest, but because the audience kind of just feels a little bit more for him. In some points, they hate him so much, and in some points, they really, um, like when I, he threw Gamora off of the tower in Vormir, or the cliff of Vormir, and he, you could see he's crying, and he's suffering, and he has, to, he has to give up so much for his goals. And in this movie, he hasn't given up anything. He just... Um, finds out due to like a glitch or a mistake and he finds out they're the hero's plan and he just kind of shows up and it's like, yeah, I'm going to be a real mean guy now 
and take all of the stones you guys worked so hard for twice. Once in the fail time and once now. You worked so hard for it. I'm going to show up and just take them all and just be a total prick about it. And I just, this this character didn't have a, a lot of the same, it, he had the same motivations, but you just really see it. And in, in one particular instance when he was fighting um, Wanda, uh, I forget her character name, uh, Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. When he's fighting Scarlet Witch, she gets super mad. She's like, "You took everything from me," and he's like, "Well, I don't even know who you are." And that's just one of the things that um, I guess that there's no real easy way to do this with time travel. But he should have his character development really just wasn't there in this film, and he was just the big mean bad guy at that point. And it just it was cool and all, but man, I was just. Hoping for more, I guess. However, speaking of hoping for more, that end battle was everything you could have ever... Everything you could hope for. Everything you could have ever wanted in an end battle scene. Man, if you want to talk about that, that was awesome. No, I mean, it looked like like when you see like the splash that the covers of comic books, and it's like a thousand characters all around, like battling it off. It was like that. And, you know, I remember reading on Reddit, when Captain America Civil War came out, someone had, like, that scene where they're at the airport. In the comics, it's like the whole page is filled with characters. And then that scene in the movie, it was, like, expressing disappointment. It was kind of like a meme. And I feel like that person is probably um, very satisfied tonight um, or whenever that person goes to see the movie. They'll be very satisfied because they got what they wanted. Uh, Marvel was just building up to it. And, you know, um, another, another thing that I, um, I, I didn't see, I didn't see coming was, within the first 20 minutes, when they went to go and kill Thanos, I'm like, I really don't know where the movie's going now. Like, I was expecting them to do that for three hours. And then when they did it in, like, the first 10 minutes, I... I'm like, okay, all bets are off now. Anything, anything could happen. Um, and I think that the uh, Rizzullo brothers did an excellent job. And I know they asked for no spoiler, so we're not really helping them right now. But, um, but they really did an absolutely amazing job. I um, mean, I don't think Marvel's ever going to top it, right? Like, I don't think that Phase 4 can match the end of Phase 3. Yeah, I'd certainly agree with that. Um, Phase 4 is going to have nothing compared to Phase 3. But I think Phase 4 is going to be trying... They're going to try and start rebooting things. um, So they've... Obviously, they've passed off the reins of Captain America to Sam, which happens in the comics. And um, Thor's stepping down and all all this sort of... Things and I think Phase Four is is going to be different, and I think it they won't be able to top it now, but maybe at some point they will be able to with an, with a whole another set of characters and another story and another villain from the comics that they that they rip out. Ten more years, Avengers. Ten more years. Yeah, I I would totally see, I could see that maybe not ten but like twenty years if they're still on top. Which now that they're owned by Disney, I, I could see that as well. But I will say that um, in just like watching videos and stuff on the internet in preparation for this, I did get 
I don't, I don't, I don't want to say I got spoiled, but I saw people who were really good at their job trying to predict what they were um, uh, gonna what what was gonna happen in the movie. And so I was just listening to like, oh, this is a crazy theory, and then all of a sudden it got really specific and really accurate. And, and then after the video, this is like a week or two before the the movie, I was like, that was. I feel it, it was it was kind of, it seemed bittersweet because I feel like, I just felt like, oh my god, that was going to happen, and then they were almost spot on how they fought because in in a lot of the trailers you've seen, it's clearly two different times where like everyone's got short hair. And then there's a time skip, and everyone's got long hair, and they're all sadder. And so they're like, I think what happens is they, they go fight. The guy was like, oh, we go fight Thanos. And they get their butts handed to them, and they go back. And then Ant-Man comes out and says, oh, you guys, turns out you can use time travel to the quantum realm. And they all get together, and Tony comes back. And they all go fight him, and then they win and use the stones. And there was it was a little, it was, it wasn't exactly like that, but that was like a good it was a really good guess based off of what the trailers were showing. And um, knowing that and going into the movie, in the fur, before they killed Thanos, on the, when they're on the way, I was thinking, it's like, well, if the snap already happened and they're going to do time travel to fix it, well, there's no real reason to keep Thanos alive at this point. So they might just kill him. And that's exactly what happened. And it was so cool. And everyone was gasping, like, no way. But I was like, well, it's the deed's been done. And I know, and I know for a fact there's going to be a time skip. So um, they might be able to thrash him now because he doesn't have the stones right now. But then it's too late. So they might just have to redo it. And that's exactly what happened. It was super cool. You know, I thought the biggest gasp moment for me, and maybe the biggest applause was when Captain America picked up Thor's hammer. That was that was the moment. Oh, I've got I have so much stuff to say about that because I had I had thought that was going to happen in the original in the 2012 Avengers or um in Civil War or, or in in one of the movies before this as I was certain that they were going to defeat the enemy by Captain America picking up Thor's hammer getting Thor's powers and using that in the shield and just going to town and destroying whoever was there. But it never happened. And they, they had the, the clip in um, Age of Ultron where they're all trying to mess around and lift Thor's hammer. It's like, oh, you all aren't worthy. And you can see Captain America struggling and he's bud- he, he budges it a little bit, which is more than anyone else can do, but but Thor and, and Vision, obviously, because he's a robot. But um, you see Thor's face go like, oh! <gasps> He gasps and like he, he loses a lot of his, his um humor in that moment. And somebody asked the Russo brothers, who also directed that movie, in an interview later, and they're like, Hey, um I know, we know Thor's worthy, we know Vision's worthy, but Captain America also feels like he should be worthy. Why why couldn't he pick up the hammer? And the Russo brothers lean over and they say, Well, we don't know that wasn't him not picking up we we know it was him not picking up the ca- hammer. We don't know that he couldn't we just know that he didn't. And they were kind of hinting that he could, and he just didn't want to um, pick up the hammer and, and you know, just kind of show off to everybody else. He was too humble to do that. So he was, he was kind of just saving it. And so the villains wouldn't know that he could pick up the hammer. He was kind of just saving it in the background. And then it, as soon as, um, in the movie, when Thor goes back in time and grabs his hammer, as soon as that happens, I, I, I knew that that was going to be a major 
a major plot point because it had the same directors, and I knew it was going to happen that Thor was going to Thor that Captain America was going to pick up Mjolnir and kick butt, and I was not disappointed when that happened. I cheered the loudest, I clapped the loudest, and I screamed the loudest out of everyone in that theater when that happened. You know, um, besides that, and I'm not a big person who claps during movies. I clapped. It was, it was. I mean, it was a cool moment, but I, what I thought was also maybe equally as good was when there was Captain America versus Captain America. It was future Captain America versus past Captain America, and he goes, he goes, I can do this all day, and he goes, I roll, I know, and <laughs> that was hilarious. and that might have been the funniest moment in the entire movie. Yeah, this movie. Um, I generally, I, I never clap in movies and I never hear people clapping movies. I think it's so lame, except in this movie there was, it was so good and it was the most clapping I'd ever heard in a movie or at a musical or anything. It was insane. People were clapping like every five minutes, something amazing would happen that they referenced from a decade ago and everyone was so happy about it. But, um, yeah, there was, there was just a lot of callbacks to... To older movies, it was just it was amazing, and well, I forgot what the other parts that you were talking about slipped my mind. I'd say out of ten, I'd rate it like a nine point seven five. It was everything and, and more I had ex- um I was expecting, but some things that I thought could have made it a little bit better just weren't implemented. Mostly just like the the development of Thanos, the villain, and um, it was really kind of sad how they played off Gamora, because she did die. She died for reals, like not in the snap, and then um, she they they brought her back through some bullshit time bullcrap time travel, and um, she just didn't know anybody. And in the end credit, not the end credit scene, but in one of the last scenes with the Guardians, she's not with them. It's it's Thor is taking her place, and she's not there. So that might be another a plot point in a, a future Guardians movie if they have to have Gamora re fall in love with uh, Star Lord. What do you think Volume Three is going to be about? That's going to be yet. Okay, it's going to be the reunion. It's going to be Star Lord searching for Gamora, wherever she went. That's going to be the plot point of the movie. Um, I, I think. You know, one thing I was disappointed about because we're giving it ratings. I would give it like a 10, 10 out of 10. I, I think it was excellent. But then again, I haven't seen every single Marvel movie along the way. So I, for me, it was, it was everything I could want except for one thing. I didn't know I wanted it until I was watching the movie, and they really didn't do it. When we went to five years later, and they were doing like the panorama over the city, and you saw like MetLife Stadium empty... Um, you saw like a community on Liberty Island with the Statue of Liberty in the center, and you saw them mention someone mentioned missing the Mets. I wish we would have spent more time in the uh, post snap world, and we could have seen how um, governments reacted and how people reacted and what parts of society fell apart and what parts didn't fall apart. Like that could be a whole television series, and I would watch that television series. That should be on Disney Plus. Hire me, Bob. We'll make that a movie. Um, yes, I did just steal uh, Rob and Christine's bit there, but hire me. 
I, I think I think that should be a Disney Plus series. That could be like the new Agents of Shield. The cleanup crew. The cleanup crew. And um thank you, Hawken, for um doing it. No problem. Um, so as always, um, please like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram. Now we have an Instagram, that's pretty fun. Um, where can they find you, Hawken, on social media? I have a Facebook. Yeah, that's about it. And that's about it. Okay. Um, please remember to get all of your Disney Parks news from Monorail News. And until next week, have a great, big, beautiful week. And remember that tomorrow is just a dream away. Thank you. <laughs>